0: hey what's going on family this is your boy josh and thanks for tuning in to another episode of just to care from gary in this podcast episode entitled the art to telling your story i sit down with anthony murdoch but right before jumping into this episode i'd like to let you guys know that in this podcast episode there were some technical difficulties see just like some of the other podcast episodes i have been recording and shooting over zoom A lot of my guests haven't been in the same area that I am, and quite frankly, it makes it easier, and Zoom has made everything possible for podcasters, but in this episode, we had internet blowouts, and even on my side, the audio just wasn't as clear as before. So before jumping in, I want to give my audience and my family a a disclaimer. Audio and content and providing the highest and best quality for you guys is something that is near and dear to my heart and so as i try and improve on that every single episode and become better and better i ask that in this episode that you deal with me but listen to the gems that anthony murdoch took the time so passionately and so excitedly expounded upon and even the secrets on how to tell your story so with that being said let's go ahead and jump into this episode entitled the art of telling your story
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Josh, and you are tuning in to the podcast, Just to Care for Gary, a podcast that inspires others around the globe to achieve their dreams and make them a reality. And in this podcast, I highlight individuals that grew up in Gary or cities like Gary and now are doing amazing things. And today, 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 I got a special one for you guys. I literally had to work this deal up. I had to get this one curated. We had to talk about it. We had to conjure it up. But I'm very, very excited about this one. Before I even introduce my uh, my guest today, I literally want to give a quick bio about him. This guy's doing some phenomenal things in his community. He is an entrepreneur. He's a thought leader. He's a community developer. He's doing it all, man. He's giving back to, to his community in a dynamic way. Y'all say what's up to my boy, Anthony Murdoch. What's going on with you, man? My God. My God. Black man, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. This is uh... a yeah. A blessing of an opportunity man i'm thankful for you bro hey man i honestly man i'm excited about this one uh, like i said that you know when we got on a phone call just to give the audience we basically we had met through a mutual uh friend a brother uh, a, a confidant man almost like a even a, a mentor when it comes down to the, some of the stuff we're doing and, and just someone that i've done even podcasts with uh, josh Cosley. But we he basically connects me and was like, Man, you gotta you gotta talk and he, he came to me, and he was like, Josh, I'm not even sure, I'm not comfortable with just giving that information out, so I want to make sure it's cool with you before I get I, <laughs> I put you in contact with my boy. But I was like, Man, I'm always good to work with people. He let me know that you know saying you're a down brother. And to be honest, I have been following you and uh your content and man, I, I really wanna give just the audience and allow you to kinda tell tell give a give, give, give us the intro about you, man. No, for sure, bro. Uh, but one shout out to Josh,
2: um, like for real brothers named Josh and Joshua, and, uh, and I ain't gonna go down that road, Doc, but but right. but, but I'm I'm thankful for you kings, I'm thankful for you kings, man, for real and all that y'all doing for us. But again, you know, Murdoch is a purpose-driven, action-oriented, servant leader and proud product of Indianapolis, Indiana. I am a third-year law student at the IU McKinney School of Law here in Indianapolis, and I work in the law school's Office of Diversity and Inclusion as well. I'm the founder of a company called Murdoch LLC, where we are empowering communities to leverage their influence and fuel efforts for Black liberation through people-centric partnerships and community-driven collaborations. And I'm also the co-founder of a nonprofit called Power Moves Only Incorporated, where we're turning entrepreneurs into powerpreneurs one power move at a time. And ultimately, I'm in the business of becoming the greatest powerpreneur Indianapolis has ever seen. I use this term powerpreneurship in contrast or comparison to entrepreneurship for a reason, right? So when I talk about powerpreneurship or being a powerpreneur, I'm talking about strategically leveraging the power in our story, which is a term, which is a phrase, which is a definition that is obviously pertinent to our conversation today. Mm-hmm. And again, my life, my, my my brand, my mission, my purpose is, is bred in the idea that we must leverage the power in our story even when it gets gory because it leads to profit surely. And the profit that I profess is not about the change in my pocket, but about the change that we can make in our communities. And I'm thankful to be a part of some incredible, systematic communal change through this conversation
1: with you, my brother. Yes, sir. By the ways, brother, dynamic intro, um, honestly, while you was talking, mentally, I was taking notes. I'm not going to even lie, man. i was good. <laughs> <My dope>. <laughs> I'm, I'm always a student to the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm always going to be learning, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, man, um, you have said something. You said um, telling your story, and honestly, obviously, if people clicking on there, they're, on, uh, they're listening, because literally how to tell your story. Um, real quick, how did how did your story begin? Where does it start? For sure, bro. So I was born
2: in South Bend. My mama's from the G, bro.
1: Okay. And so you know the, okay. the podcast
2: definitely resonates in a different kind of a way because I yeah, got so, my family from Gary.
1: Yeah. So oh, you are you are just a kid from just a kid. <laughs>
2: yeah, quite literally. Quite literally, brother.
1: Quite yes, literally, sir. brother. Yeah, sir. And
2: uh, the spirit of the G, right? It lives inside of me, and I don't mm-hmm. like. again, you know, I don't claim. I don't claim Gary. I came to three one seven, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Indianapolis raised me. Indianapolis made me, but born in South Bend. Um, moved a lot when I was a kid, but we landed here in Indianapolis when I was five in 2001. Mm-hmm. And bro, you know, my, my story began when I came out the womb. And what I'll tell you is this, right? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to know when your story starts, right? When page one, but I wasn't sure I was a part of a story until probably high school, bro. High school, mm-hmm. college for real, where I understood. Matter of fact, the point at which I started to understand the fact that my life was a story was mm-hmm. when I, was tested in my faith, right? When I experienced a test of faith unlike anything else, and that's a vulnerable moment that I won't go into much depth on this. But it was a faith moment, bro. It was a moment in which my faith was tested in a way I didn't know my right. faith could be tested, and 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 I was confronted with an opportunity, is what I'll call it, because the difference between an obstacle and opportunity is your outlook, and I mm-hmm. choose to look up in courage and not look down in cowardice, and mm-hmm. so I had an opportunity to confront this, this moment in which my faith was being tested and figure out how to how to see what was in front of me from a different perspective. And mm-hmm. what I saw was that what was happening in my life was not unintentional, it was very intentional. Something was being born, something was born in me that was growing, mm-hmm. right? And that growing was uncomfortable, right? It's painful, mm-hmm. something was trying to push itself outside of me from the inside out and I didn't know how to deal with that pain. And it was And it was all of that was encapsulated in this monumental life experience. And it was through that monumental life experience and shifting my perspective as I went through that experience, that I said, you know what? The fact that I made it out of this, this needs to be shared. The Mm -hmm. fact that I made it out of this, not worse, but better than how I entered into it, must be shared. Very similar to the pandemics of our present. We as black folks enter this at a disadvantage. And for many of us, especially young black folks, we are going to exit this better than the majority of our peers from different communities. Yeah. And the same way that so many brands have been built, companies have been built, startups have started, and are gonna have a hell of a testimony once mm-hmm. these pandemics are finished, I too have a testimony that I'm sharing. And it's because I realized, again, when I was in college, bro, that my life was not just a life that was powerful, but my life was a life that told a story that could show other people how much power was in theirs. And mm-hmm. the, the life and the story of a powerpreneur is developed. I'd say probably with most intention these. Wow.
1: Powerpreneur.
2: That's yeah, that's the boy. term you came up with? Yeah, big dog. Yeah, big dog. And, and okay and, and etymologically, right? So you know I like I like the word piece, right? Was was raised writing out the dictionary, bro, was raised reading a lot of books. This cause cause I understand one that life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And right. and our stories are powerful because they're filled with words and our words have power. So because our stories are filled with words, that means they're powerful. And Mm. so for me, I thought about etymologically, what words do I use to describe myself? What words do I use to describe my grind? And when Mm. I think about entrepreneurship, the taking of enterprises, I'm like, it's more than about money, but it's about power. It's about the ability to leverage power strategically that leads to the haves and the have-nots. We live in a world Mm. that's predicated upon privilege, power, and oppression. Right? Mm -hmm. That is pop culture. Mm -hmm. Privilege, oppression, and power. POP. That is pop culture, doc. And the ability Mm -hmm. for me to understand the power that I have in any, every predicament because I might be a man and so I have male privilege, because I have a college degree and I have a privilege here, because I'm in a black man in the United States of America. I experience a certain kind of oppression or this Mm -hmm. idea of, of, again, just the power that I have because of the purpose that's been placed on my life. Leveraging that with intention. Leveraging right. that power is, is everything that I do. So I'm in the business of powerpreneurship, bro.
1: Powerpreneurship, man. That's, bro, that's that's huge, man. Especially from where we come from, because we don't realize that it's just not the entrepreneurship piece that we need to get over this hump. We need that, that impact. And, and you're right, man. Powerpreneurship is that. I want to go back to something, though. When telling... Your story. I liked how you broke it down, man. You started from where you from, and 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 now kind of like where, where what this is built, right? And then you also told like this piece that you said. Now I really connected with this. You said it just wouldn't let you be comfortable. It wouldn't let you just be you. You had to grow. You had to change. So when telling your story, how does someone tell their story? Like what? And we could talk about even from a personal view, or you can talk about because I know you helped companies with building their companies and obviously telling their story. So you can take it from whichever point, but how, how does someone tell this? No, for sure, bro. So for me,
2: one, let's, let's go back to principle, right? So yeah. powerpreneurship is this idea of strategically leveraging the power in your story, even when it gets gory, because it leads to profit surely. And that profit that we talk about is that social capital. So mm-hmm. one, when I talk about storytelling, it's more than recounting an experience but storytelling is about to what extent can i regurgitate the power to what extent can i galvanize the power in what i've been through to produce where i'm trying to go mm-hmm. right so why do i why do i explain that to you because whether we're talking about an individual or we're talking about a corporate entity the ability for you to be able to recognize to regurgitate and then to galvanize the power of what you've been through the power of your story as an entity And then regurgitate that in a way that the people that you're looking to impact, whether that's people in relationships or your target market, your target audience, the ability Mm -hmm. for you to take your experience, translate that into something that you can market to who you're trying to reach is everything, right? Mm -hmm. So, so like Mm -hmm. I said, taking a step back high level, that's what it is. But breaking that down, principally again, for me, storytelling lies in the ability to understand your purpose, right? And so Josh and I talk about this all the time, it's really where our our relationship develop, right? Mm-hmm. And we have, a, we have principal conversations about developing what I call a purpose statement, right? It's actually a service that one of my companies offer. Murdoch LLC has these make it, make sense sessions where we help entrepreneurs and businesses define their purpose. And so for me, purpose is, is who you are, it's what you do, and it's where you're going. So when mm-hmm. I opened this up, that intro that you said was so dynamic, mm-hmm. I gave you the three components of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Who I am, purpose-driven, action-oriented servant leader proud product of indianapolis indiana what do i do when i walk into an environment what skills what competencies what assets do i bring to the table i'm a law student i'm a diversity equity and inclusion professional i'm an entrepreneur i'm a Mm -hmm. powerpreneur i work Mm -hmm. with college students those are my competencies so you know who i am but what do i bring to the table right Mm -hmm. and then lastly it's where i'm going and I'm in the business of becoming the greatest powerpreneur Indianapolis has ever seen. So you know who I am, and you know what I'm doing, but where the heck it is are we trying to take this energy that we've created, right? Now, lastly, we're bringing it home now. We're bringing it home now. What does this have to do with storytelling? You can't tell a story in which you don't know the role that you played in that story. Hmm. One of the reasons why my story, and when I tell stories, I believe is so captivating, and this is because of what people have shared with me, it's because when I tell my story, I have a conviction and a confidence that supersedes that of my peers. And you wanna know why? And it's because we can be sitting in the same plight, the same exact plight, because we Mm -hmm. are as black folks. One of the greatest guises that white supremacy makes us try and believe is that you as a black man in that room and me as a black man on this porch are two very different things. Mm -hmm. When in fact, the white man sees us the exact same. But my ability to sit my present predicament, my story up to this point, in the context of something greater helps Mm -hmm. me not speak about just now but i know i already have the victory in advance Mm -hmm. so i'm only living in a step that's necessary to get to the victory that's already guaranteed to me so when you talk about storytelling again it starts with the idea that it's more than regurgitating an experience but you are quite literally recapitulating the power in what it is that you've been through to do what to explain to folks what it is that we can accomplish together
1: does Mm -hmm. that make sense brother absolutely absolutely now i I want you the probably the biggest thing that you you said a a a lot that 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 we could take a lot out of but i think that a lot of people might even get confused or might not even understand their purpose so kind of help kind of help define that how how do people find that purpose because before we can even get to these purpose statements and before we telling our story we gotta have a have a purpose right
2: absolutely brother absolutely (laughs) man that's 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 profound I mean, those things come with time, Doc. Mm -hmm. Having conversations about your purpose comes with time. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, there's a difference between your goal and your purpose. right? People who confuse goals and purpose hit glass ceilings. And real purpose Mm -hmm. helps you break through glass ceilings when you thought the sky was the limit. Mm -hmm. When you really understand the power in your purpose, there is no trajectory for what you can accomplish. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult for people to be able to talk about it. Because it's like, we have been socialized to fit in the boxes we've been socialized to believe this is and there's nothing wrong with being targeted and understanding your marketing what it is you want to accomplish but like we're so used to being put into something in which something somebody else can understand Mm
3: -hmm. but we're
2: all uniquely and wonderfully made and so when you talk about how do you begin to have conversations about your purpose like i said i think it's it's about asking yourself a question again i asked my when i when i started this process towards progress of me figuring out my purpose bro I asked. I, I had to figure out. Okay, what is it that makes me who I am? I thought about how we ask questions, because I have to yeah. ask questions of myself. If I want to know what my purpose is, but I got to ask questions of myself. Right. So I said, what kind of questions do we ask? We ask who, what, when, where, and why. And so yeah. what did I do, brother? I asked myself those five questions. I asked myself who. I asked myself what. I asked myself when. I asked myself mm-hmm. where. And I asked myself why. And in mm-hmm. that purpose statement, what do I hit on, brother? I hit on who I am. Purpose-driven, action-oriented, servant leader. Ask where. I talk about where. Where am I? I'm a proud product of the world's okay, largest Indiana small problem. city. Indianapolis, Indiana, Indiana. bro. That, that's what I that's where. I asked mm-hmm. about when. I understand that I'm in the business of becoming the greatest powerpreneur Indianapolis has ever seen. There's no mm-hmm. timeline on my legacy. Mm-hmm. There's no timeline on my legacy. Right? Mm-hmm. I ask myself what? What do I do? Be our professional law school student um entrepreneur powerpreneur ask myself what I, and then how and then how and i do that through the different entities through collaborations like this featuring mm-hmm. on podcasts like this partnering with different organizations but it mm-hmm. started with me asking myself the question and, and more than ask myself a question bro. you know what it started with it started okay. with me saying i'm worth asking those questions okay like okay. another depth of understanding okay. and being able to have conversations about purposes you have to know that you're worth the conversation mm-hmm again mm-hmm. we don't think we're worth the conversation think about so so something else i talk about it's on my t-shirt today um in these different sessions i was talking about before and even the content that you watch i talk about the process towards progress yes. so much right the process towards progress right yeah and the, the steps of the process towards progress is patience persistence and purpose leads to progress but mm-hmm. those three steps are words that are used so often so we must contextualize the steps because as my oratorical mentor would say A text without context is merely a pretext for kind people and Mm -hmm. the ability for us to take words and phrases and place them in the space they were created we Mm -hmm. get a broader meaning of the power in that phrase so Mm. when we talk about the process towards progress starting with patience we have to understand that desire is what fuels patience and patience creates that process towards progress let's take an even deeper level we have to understand that before we're patient on opportunity before we're patient on purpose before we're patient on relationships or revenue or whatever we have to first be patient with ourselves we live in a world that looks to get things so quick we we rush ourselves through a necessary development process it goes back to what i talked about with my own experience had i tried to rush through my valley of the shadow of death I would not have learned how to not be scared in the dark Mm. Mm. and so when you talk about getting to a place in space to be able to even ask yourself the formulated questions of your purpose statement understanding what your life's mission is what your life's goal are who is my who is my board
0: hey family real quick here is one of those moments where we miss some audio and visuals so we're going to jump ahead to where the audio and visuals pick right back up
1: Yep, you on? Yeah, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think it. it we lost a little bit of uh, connection there. I think it was Dang. Physical. Yeah, a little bit of connection there. Um, and then we lost uh, some visuals as, as well, but nothing too crazy. <clears throat> Man, that's right. Can you see me? I can see you. You're on. You uh, can you talk for me and me make sure you? Yeah, still bro. Live. Can you can you hear me? Yep. You live. You lie man, that's
2: random, bro. We was
1: we was yeah. flowing. We was flowing well. <laughs> we was flowing well, man. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But I mean, hey, let's let's get right back into it, man. Let's get right back into it. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> you was flowing, man. So it, just pick up where you was at.
2: <clears throat> nah, for sure. So we
1: talked about patience, bro. Like I said, so when you have
2: patience and we're trying to get to purpose, there's something we still need to get through called persistence. Mm -hmm. right in this process towards progress and and discipline fuels persistence and persistence acts as the motor to your process towards progress what does that mean in life we are on our process towards progress i'll call it like on life's roadmap and life's journey through life that's your process towards progress and when you're on the road brother you're going to experience pot especially if you're from gary yeah especially if you're from Gary, you're gonna you know potholes on some of them roads but they bigger than indianapolis i thought indianapolis was bad. indianapolis is terrible but the g yeah this is bad, man. This that's is yeah. Bad. That's a whole different situation. That's a whole different situation. But you need to throw the whole street away. On me, bro. I mean, they need to <laughs> do the same thing here in the But but the, the the point though is in life we experience we experience potholes in life, okay. right? And and we don't stop driving because we experience potholes. We just figure out how to take detours to go to other places and spaces. Right. And so part of what persistence does is saying I am disciplined and my persistence because I know I must keep driving to get to progress, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you talk about how do people, before they have these conversations about my purpose is this, is that, is this, my life's mission is this, I wanna go here, I wanna go there, it's about first learning to be patient with yourself. And then Mm -hmm. once you develop the desire to be patient with yourself, you learn to practice discipline in your persistence because when you Mm -hmm. pair the ability to be patient with yourself, with someone who is disciplined, brother, can't nothing stop you from progress. Right. And the the only thing that the only thing that purpose then offers in that context is direction, right? Direction fuels purpose. All right, and it acts as the steering wheel that's leading and guiding you toward your destiny. And there's so many people, brother, who feel like they can't have conversations about their purpose because they feel like they're missing something. And you know what they're missing? They're rushing themselves. They don't have the patience, and they haven't developed the discipline that they need. They're not doing yeah. that persistence. So yeah. once you have those two things, purpose comes naturally next, and then you see progress, brother.
1: You know, I, I really enjoy what you said, especially about the questions, because that's what that's what kind of was the the starter for me. You know, it was really just getting to a point where I was at a at a point I had been patient. I've been hungry. I had been patient, and I knew, you know, in your life, you know that some amazing things is gonna happen for you. You kind of. You kind of already built that up, especially like when you was a child. I know for me, I would sit back sometimes. I remember being at church and my literally like my mind would just drift away and I would see myself like, you know, what I'm saying changing lives or helping others or doing some just cool things, you know what I'm saying? And I think that one thing that people might might get a, a, a better look at is something that you said is being patient because your purpose is going to find you. Your purpose is going to discover you. But what you have to be is in a position where you're ready to accept it your purpose is not gonna find you when you're not ready to get it when you're you're not ready to accept it because your purpose is literally your your life your life drive like what gets you up in the morning and what lets you allow you to go to bed i think about it like if i honestly put myself around people that hated getting up in the morning and hate and hated their day and hated all this honestly I, I, I don't know if I could be around them. I will push them in order to try to, hey, get to your purpose, because it's so intoxicating to be around those people, because they have to realize that every day you must try and figure out what it is that you are on this God green earth to do. And so I think that mm-hmm. when you were describing, you know, how to tell your story, it comes from that purpose. And, and I I listen to some, some, you know, I listen to a lot of stories. I, I get it from my mom. We... Uh, we we like to connect to uh, people that have overcome some of the life's obstacles. And I was listening to Charlie Murphy's story and his life purpose. And one thing that was interesting for me is that Charlie Murphy had like, he was on drugs and he was like, you know, out, he was homeless. He was on drugs. He was homeless. Or maybe he was a drunken homeless, either one. And he knew that he had a bigger purpose in life. He knew that. You know what I'm saying? He had grew up in the church. He had got away. Things had happened in his life. And then he had told, he had asked God one day, he said, you know, if you send somebody down my road or you you help me come to this realization, you know what I'm saying? I'll never enter this world again. But the thing about it is he was ready for his purpose. So you got to get to a point where you're ready for your purpose. And I love that patience, man. The patience piece, that's huge, man. That's huge. This leads me to this next thought. When you're telling your story and you've come across your purpose, how do you how do you um, how do you um, translate that, or how do you inform people about your story? You know, is it just rattling off at the mouth and like, man, you know, I started here and I did this and, and then this happened and man, you wouldn't believe, you <laughs> know, you wouldn't right, believe. Right right, right, right.
3: How
1: how was that form set up? I you, I know you gave a great, you know step-by-step when, where, what, how those things, but how does someone just you know, begin to tell that? I mean, shoot, tell yourself first. Mm -hmm. I think that's
2: the first thing you gotta do, like, you gotta, and again, it starts with self, bro. You know what I'm saying? I love what you talk about, like, purpose finds you. You know, something I tell a lot of my clients, all of my clients when we start working together, is I'm not, when we work on developing your purpose, I'm not creating anything. All I'm doing is pulling out what's already inside of you. That's it. It's mm-hmm. a process of me helping you find what's already placed in your life. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's already there. It is inside yeah. of you. It's one thing to think, hey mm-hmm. brother. It's one thing to look at a piece of barren land and say I've got to build a home to live in. It's another thing to know that there is a home out there with the keys at the door, waiting for you. You just gotta go and claim it. That's two very yeah. different things, doc. It is. That's two very different things, and one is coming from a uh, from a mentality. Of, of deprivation, a mm-hmm. mentality of degradation and depression. Another one is coming from a place and space of abundance, a place and space of opportunity, a place mm-hmm. and space of 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 affirmation, right? And we haven't talked a little bit yet about even the principles of power entrepreneurship, but if we do before this conversation is over, mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about the power of affirmation brother, because affirmation in the world that continues to deny us our power, freedom and emancipation is crucial. It's mm-hmm. crucial. But to get to what you're saying about how do you formulate how do you market how do you tell that story that you share first tell it to yourself because you can't sell something to somebody else that you first don't believe is worth being sold point Absolutely. blank period bro Absolutely. point blank period. and i'm not going to take it to a different place and it's crazy i always use these kind of metaphors but seriously something that uh in life and i'm, I'm gonna use a metaphor just because i learned this a different kind of a way and i won't explain how i learned it because that's not pertinent to the conversation But I learned, uh, never drink the juice that you sell. Hmm. Never drink the juice that you sell. And it's because oftentimes people will go around selling things they don't know the power is. And let them try to do what they are selling, Doc, you get caught up. Hmm. And matter of fact, you end up using all the product that you thought you had. Mm -hmm. now what do i mean i want to i want to correlate that to this conversation i want to correlate that to this conversation Mm -hmm. brother if you don't know the power in your story that's the product that you have to sell to the world that profit that we talk about is not the change in our pockets but the change we can make in our communities leveraging that power in our story to produce that profit like i said brother that is that your story is your product but if you yourself don't know the power in your story doc Mm -hmm. you will slip up and sell something to somebody you don't know the power of and when mm. you get wind of the power in your product brother man you're gonna catch yourself laying on the street looking stupid because you're like whoa <laughs>
3: that's the power
2: in my word yeah whoa, that's the power yeah. of what i've been through and so you see examples of people who begin to drink they own kool-aid you mm-hmm. see people on these major platforms that don't talk about we all they do is talk about we And it's, I did this, oh, you're right. I did that, oh, you're right. And it's because that spirit of humility that got them to that platform, they never truly understood the power in their story. Uh, Yes, bro, so they get to these platforms where people are like, yo, that is fire. What you're doing is incredible. Josh, Mm -hmm. this podcast, Josh, urban development, Mm -hmm. Josh, that degree, Josh, Mm -hmm. this brand, Mm -hmm. Josh, this this and Josh, and you're like, well, you know what? You're low-key right. You know what I'm saying? I did get a degree from a pretty mm-hmm. good institution. Mm-hmm. I was helping out the, the city in this way. And I too my, my brand is on pretty big celebrities. You know what I'm saying? I got these little fashion shows. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. But if you understood back before the Instagram fame, before the podcast, before the accolades, that mm-hmm. you knew the power that was in yourself, as mm-hmm. you rise in people understanding that power, you're mm-hmm. not getting caught up in a power trip. You're like, this is who I am. Yep. This is what I'm made yep. to be here for. And mm-hmm. so when you talk about how do you begin to tell that story, again, I, and I, and something I love about these kind of conversations is you respect and you appreciate my ability to give the proper context to my answers. Because there's people who can get on here, you ask them a question, like, how do you do this? And they like, step one, step two, step three, next question. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, bro, it's, you don't know who's listening. You don't know who needs it. And I want to give people the bits they need to navigate their situations on the other side of the screen, man. Yeah. So yeah. when you talk about telling that story, I, I cannot share step by step by step without going deep on each step so like I said mm-hmm. that that first piece in marketing and telling that story it's got to start with telling yourself
3: mm-hmm.
2: you got to start with telling yourself because you, mm-hmm. you you're selling somebody a lie when you don't believe what you're saying
3: mm-hmm. and you
2: can't believe what you're saying if you don't know what you're saying so first wow. learn to tell your story to yourself that's also a great experience because when you tell it to yourself that's practice
3: mm-hmm.
2: you begin to figure out okay when I tell my story I, I have to do that myself so when I think yeah. about my purpose statement five years ago Versus my purpose statement now, I said a little bit differently. There were different words I used. There was a different flow to it. There was a mm-hmm. different cadence. There was even a different structure. And it's mm-hmm. because through constantly me reminding myself of my power, reminding mm-hmm. myself of who I am, reminding myself of whose I am, reminding myself that I'm not, that I'm not dirt, I'm not a peasant, but I'm a king. Right. Reminding myself of that. Then I'm like, you have to consistently, and the more you tell yourself, like, what does this really mean? Yeah. What does this really mean? what am i really trying to say and then before you know it before you know it brother you get so used to telling yourself your story you'll be in rooms with other people talking to yourself and they're like why is he talking to himself and then they want to know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about and before you know it you share with other people and i'm serious i know
1: i've I've been in that situation (laughs) that's why i'm laughing (laughs)
2: that's 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 what it is because you get so used to and 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 you 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 begin to understand it in your story, in your past experiences, and your trials and in your tribulation. You can make it through and navigate so many different situations. So, when you experience pushback, when you experience something that's new and uncomfortable, you go back to what you know, and what you know is your story. So, once you tell yourself your story, brother, once you tell yourself your story, you get used to telling yourself. The right. next piece is understanding what, what I talked about. What's the flow? How do I say it? What is it that I'm really trying to share? What's at the core of my story? And when you know what at the core of your story and you're comfortable sharing it with yourself, you know what begins to happen, my brother? What begins to happen, because we live in communities, because we live in communities, right? Your story, I, I talk about this in, in every intro for an event I do. I didn't do it for this because it's not an event, but I give this little soliloquy, if you will. And I talk about the fact that my story is not your story and your story is not mine. We're each on individual journeys and processes towards whatever we're seeking to accomplish. And for me, that is progress. What do I mean by that? What you went through is not what I went through. And what I went through is not what you went through. But just because our stories are different, that doesn't mean there's not something that I can learn from what you experienced. And when you are in a room and you understand the power in your story, other people become attracted to wanting to learn theirs and before yeah, sure. you know it you are leading a conversation on how to better understand and appreciate mm-hmm. your story and the reason why is because people begin to see themselves in you you yep they begin yep. to see themselves in you and they're like the, the the better of an opportunity that I have to better understand how he does what he does I'm gonna know understanding how to do mine and brother, mm-hmm. there, in that moment, there's an opportunity and a lot of people miss it. And I'm thankful that, that, that God came in a position to remind me and give me new opportunities when I miss it over and over again. It's yeah. in that moment that you realize what you can do for the people around you. What role does my story play in the greater scheme of life? Yeah. And when you can identify what that is, my brother, you understand who needs your story, You understand how they need your story, and you know why you need your story. And as a businessman to businessman, when -hmm. you know your target market, when you know how to enter into that market, and you know Mm -hmm. how to scale, brother, the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. And I just take that same exact model and apply it to my
1: story, brother. Completely, man. Completely. That great layout, by the way, man, I really appreciate that breakdown because um, it, it's not every day that people could talk to someone that actually knows someone that could tell and talk to them that story piece. It's not every day that we are talking with people that even, because like, even when we, we hear about it, you know, most people get into this habit of just complaining, you know, They're, their story becomes a complaint, their story becomes a, mm-hmm,
3: a, a, a mm-hmm. woke well, hoarse
1: me and, and stuff like that. And instead of actually using your story to get to the, to the next step in life, you know what I'm saying? I think that we have I, you know, the perfect book, The Celestine Prophecy. Every time we meet somebody, we're sharing a piece of information to get to our next mission in life, right? So if we're telling our story and we're able to do that and they're able, like you said, they're able to see something in, in you, Oh, yeah. They're tapped in. And that helps them get to their next thing. Cause I, Come on, I know brother. Come on, brother. You, and, and I know you've been in situations. I know you've been in situations where you've been talking to people. And they say, you know what? I really needed to hear that. I really needed to... And you don't even know that they were probably going through something dramatic or their life had been in shambles or something. You know what I'm saying? But we don't realize that's how, that's how impactful the story piece is. And I think that if we learned that as people... Because we're all like you said, individual people. My story is different from your story. So if we sit down and tell each other's stories, I'm gonna get something from you. You get something from me. Come
2: on, brother. Are we able to go
1: crazy? You know what I'm saying? We're brother. able to reach higher height. So man, I man, this you know, honestly, quite frankly, the gyms up until this point are so full right now. <laughs> I'm talking about the gyms are so full right now, man, because literally, man, it's dynamic to hear a brother like you, a brother that, you know what I'm saying, cares so much about the people. And that's the next step I want to get to. And then I think we're going to literally, uh, I, I definitely don't want to leave you off on that powerpreneurship. I, I definitely want to get 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 into that some more. But I want to do this. Connect me um, or connect my audience with exactly how and how important it is to build through your community. I, just to give our audience literally, man, You've been doing a fantastic job. I literally, I honestly, man, like, bro, I'm telling you, just, I will tell you this, keep hitting it on the head, by the way, you know what I'm saying? Because you're gonna break some crazy grounds. I have a good feeling about it. Cause I can see, I, I see tra- trajectory, right? And um, keep doing that. But I, I, want, I want you to express them because literally for my audience, one thing that I'm big about is community engagement and how to pour back into community, how we need to be caring about each other. One thing I heard you say, it's not about I, it's about we. So I want break that down for us, man, and show us how do you connect back to your community. You're literally a little young man killing it. And, and people, here's the truth too, people don't feel like they can do it. People don't think that they can give back to their community and they can put other businesses on and all that stuff. They don't think so. So tell us how you do it, man.
2: No, for sure, bro, for sure. So one, I appreciate you peeping. Because that's yeah. number one right there for real, bro. You can do something in front of somebody's face, but if they got their blinders on
1: Thank or they don't
2: realize they got their blinders on, it makes you feel like you're not doing nothing at all. But that's the power of perception, black man. You can be, brother, just think about this for real quick. Just real, real quick. Think about this, bro. This is this is powerful. You can run a, a four-minute mile tomorrow, but if someone didn't have a clock, it may, ooh, you can run a four-minute mile tomorrow. You, big dog, you. You can run mm-hmm. a four-minute mile tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't time it, if you didn't time it. There wasn't someone there to tell you that was four minutes, 359.249 seconds. I would know. So I appreciate it when people peep the work that's being done, bro. Because if someone doesn't tell me, it's very difficult for me to know.
3: Yep. And
2: and part of the, and I promise I'm about to go to your question. I promise I'm about Absolutely. to go to your question. Absolutely. But, but the, the the power in you doing that is, and that's why understanding this process towards progress from a personal level first is crucial because you're going to experience pointing your process towards progress where can't nobody tell you because you're right. in a room by yourself right and you need right. to be able to remind yourself right that you are running a four minute mile do you see where i'm coming from brother
1: absolutely absolutely 100 okay. 100 okay
2: so so i just had to make that point because you really you, you you hit something right there that was powerful but back to this piece about about investing in community so you're right i have this mantra i say at the end of every speech at the end of every speech, bro, I say Murdoch is about we and not me. And there's not one moment I spend not thinking about us. And mm-hmm. this was another random but relevant moment with Murdoch. I end every one of my speeches the same exact way. And those first two sentences, right, has two main pieces. Murdoch is about we and not me, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about Murdoch is about we and not me, it goes back to the to the to the proverb: the fact that it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. So. If, if, if I am standing in front of a group of a million people expressing my message, I must understand there were 10 million on my back who brought me to speak to that million. Are you tracking mm-hmm. where I'm coming from, Black absolutely, man?
3: Absolutely,
1: absolutely.
2: Brother man, if I am speaking and projecting my voice to 10,000 people, there had to have been at least that much energy that brought to me where I am. Are you mm-hmm. seeing where I'm coming from? I'm gonna say it again for the people of the audience, Bro, brother. If I'm go talking- Go ahead,
1: run it back three if times. I'm talking
2: <laughs> to 10 million people, my brother, there yes, has sir. got to me at least that much Tell that me. was here to be able to push me yes, to sir. a place in space to be able to do it. So why do I say that Murdoch is about we and not me? Because the moment I make myself bigger mm-hmm. than that, I am not going to be able to reach the people that he sent me to talk to. And I don't know if the but I'm, I'm every action equal in action. And my brother, there's a lot of people setting themselves up
3: for mm-hmm. a reaction.
2: Man, I ain't gonna go there, bro. I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> but it's a lot of people out here talking that talk and don't know how to back it up by walking that wall. And I tell That's you, true. I constantly remind myself
0: Hey family, real quick here is one of those moments where we miss some audio and visuals. So we're going to jump ahead to where the audio and visuals pick right back up.
2: Even scratch, because I want a little tangent talking about equal and opposite reactions, that's not crucial. But what I do want to say, right, is is that Murdoch, and then the second piece of that, so not just Murdoch's about we and not me, but there's also, there's not one moment I stand not thinking about us. So at the forefront, at the back, at the sides of my mind, I'm always thinking about us. I'm always thinking about our community. When you talk about how do I invest in my community? What social capital do I have to put back into our ecosystems? First of all, we spend, keep it economic, strictly economic. We spend dollars every day. We spend dollars every day. And when you think about it, that's why part of the reason why budgeting is so important. And like not even the budgeting of it. I mean, yes, having an actual budget is important. But not even the process of budgeting, but even think about the experience you went through to get to know how much money you spent. That's a mm-hmm. transformative process because when you realize I spend you know, over the course of a week, I'm like, I spend a hundred dollars at the grocery store, All right? I spend thirty dollars on gas, I spend around two hundred dollars on rent, I spend what, seventeen, eighteen, twenty dollars on a phone bill, mm-hmm. I spend 24 25 30 50 hundred 150 dollars on clothes and shoes
3: yeah
2: I'm like okay there's something to learn here. if I'm spending a hundred dollars on groceries I'm spending two hundred dollars on shoes and clothes why am I spending and of those groceries what percentage of that is fruit and vegetables? Right. What percentage of that is and is not processed.
3: Right. So
2: to what extent am I investing in my in what until I put into me versus what I put on to me? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a statement right there. Why is it mm-hmm. pertinent to this conversation? It's pertinent to this conversation because my brother, we have capital, we have power. Mm-hmm. The problem is we put it in places and spaces that doesn't remind us of that power. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why I'm so cognizant about what? about investing in my own. I talk about we must invest in our own. We are who we need in times like these. Investing back in the black, moments not thinking about us, is because when I invest back into our ecosystem, it is natural. It is mechanical. It Mm -hmm. is structural that when I spend my dollar with my brother, my brother spends that dollar back on me. me. And that is not something that happens. We talk about, and I'm not going to go into statistics, because all you got to do is Google it and you'll see it. Our money don't even make it through our community. It don't even make it through, but we can't even get a circle, my brother, even a semicircle. Not That's even a semi Semicircle. Yep. And so when you talk about putting that money back into that ecosystem, we we begin to experience.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We begin to experience purpose in our profit, brother. When you invest in your community, you begin to see the purpose in your profit. You begin to understand that. The dollar that I make doesn't have to go somewhere and die, but it can give life. And the life it gives is not in the number of Instagram likes, it's not on the number of Facebook shares, and it's not the number of Twitter retweets. But it's the fact that I am seeding myself. I'm being a steward of the blessing that is here in proximity to me. And when Mm -hmm. I invest in you, my brother, Mm -hmm. who has my best interest at heart, who Mm -hmm. sees the humanity in me it is guaranteed to grow why to go back to what we talked about with stories Mm -hmm. when i invest in you i'm saying i see myself in what you're doing and i'm giving to you because i believe it's a version of giving to me and Mm -hmm. when we do that brother when you grow i grow just like when your story better develops it's because my story develops so when you Mm -hmm. talk about how we invest in our community, I don't think people are confused on how to do it, bro. You know what I really think it is? I think people just don't see the power in doing it. They're like, just like like voting, bro. People are like, why would I vote? My vote doesn't matter. Let's keep Mm -hmm. it 1,000. Let me keep it real, you're right. You're right, you're right. Your vote, your one vote does not matter. Your one vote will not get Trump in or out of the office. You are absolutely mother freaking right you know what else is true that in the in a world of white supremacy you right black lives don't matter you're right mm-hmm. that's why this hashtag mm-hmm. sits so hard because mm-hmm. in the world of white supremacy yo 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 that the black lives don't matter but you know what i can't say black man black that black we man. live in a society that's predicated upon status mm-hmm. and that's why symbols symbols like the brands on our shirts symbols like the brands on our shoes or the symbols on our hats yes, the sir. logos that we rock those yes, mean sir something brother Mm -hmm. they may not change these systems but those symbols mean something because we live in a society of status let me bring it home okay let me bring it home let me bring it Mm -hmm. home Mm -hmm. the reason why we must invest in our own because two things one like what i said before when i give to you brother it comes right back to me it comes right back to me but the other piece the other piece and i think this is the reason why folks don't believe that why folks don't do it and it's because they don't even understand the power and the symbol and what it means to say i'm gonna take my dollar and invest in something that the world said was worthless mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the world said was worthless that is why it's called an investment because you don't see immediate comeback it's something that you see today and you water you plant it you fertilize it and when that season comes back next year my brother you grow a harvest, and you know what the thing is about a harvest? You may spend a thousand dollars on seeds, but you get ten thousand dollars worth of plants that you flip into the market, and that ten thousand turns to fifty thousand. You take twenty-five thousand. That I'm talking. That's all talk today. You take mm-hmm. twenty-five thousand of that fifty thousand. You put twenty-five thousand seeds down. That twenty-five thousand seeds, you water it, you mm-hmm. seed it, you mm-hmm. fertilize it. That's a hundred thousand. next crop. You flip that to be a brother. That's a flip.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a flip. Mm-hmm.
2: We are hustlers, bro. Yep. But the symbol of a hustler in a way that's with our money, the system don't want us to be able to see that, doc. That is a radical, that is a radical idea of what community transformation is. So to answer your question, to answer your question, how do you do it? Why do you do it? I don't even spend because I know we know how to spend our dollars, man. Mm-hmm. I know we do because we spend them every day frivolously. We spend them, man, we got subscriptions to gyms we've never been to before. Yep. Point blank period. So it's not about we don't know how to. But it's by understanding the power and when you do it. And right. there is power in your dollar. That's true. There's power in your dollar.
1: That's true. It is our duty. It is our. It is our job as Black people to do that. It is our duty and job. And because the importance is not pushed on it, I think that we therefore get into this state of mind that, oh, <laughs> It'll never be anything, and like you said, we don't see the importance of it. We don't realize that investing into our black business, investing back into our community, is gonna ever. I had a conversation with one of my good friends who literally told me, "Why are you even doing this? Why are hmm. you even? Why are you even literally telling? Why 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 aren't you pouring it somewhere else? Why are you why are you doing it back in Gary? I Like, well, quite frankly, Gary is home." Gary, still was where people, my people, at. that look just like you and I. We're both, we're all there. We're all, we're all just hustling, trying to figure this, figure this thing out. So why not invest? Why not make that the place? Because guess what? If you show them how to do it, mm. then they'll know how to do it.
2: Come on. Doc. But that's
1: our problem. We don't have no example So literally, that's on, why doc. I think that it's so important that we have a guy like you talking about it. Because guess what? You're doing it. And you know what people might say right now. Oh, what does what does this guy know about community? What does this guy know about investing? What does this guy know about uh, building business things like that? Right now they're saying that. In ten years, guess who's going to be coming to you?
2: Come on, brother. Come on, brother. The community on, brother. business.
1: Who's going to say, brother. hey man, I need to develop my business? Who should I go to? Yo, it was this brother ten years ago. He's still doing the same thing to this day. He's actually got a global business. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's a conglomerate. <laughs> he's the perfect brother to work with. He got. 500, you know, uh, uh employees just here in Indianapolis, another 600 around the world. Literally, up, this what's is what's the guy what's what's works what's to work to because that's how it works, bro. Investment today our business and and, and 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 us working today is for tomorrow. It's never for right now. We must get to that. We must get that through our heads. It's never for right now. Literally, everything that we are doing, literally we understand. I was just talking with a brother yesterday, uh, or the other day, I was telling him like, "Man, do you have you came to this realization that everything that we're doing is never for today? It's never for today. Never. Cool, I do it today. Great. It's receipts for like I think I think where uh Mike G commented on one of your pictures. He was like, Some people post memes and you post receipts. Come on, bro, come on, bro.
2: Come on, bro. Come on, bro
1: yo if you're listening to this on audio we're having a moment right now i'm just clapping my hands man because literally because this is the thing man this is the thing this is the thing that people get, get gotta gotta get man especially when it's talking about the black people uh, our community we got to get to the importance and the seriousness of it you know what i'm saying we got to start understanding that our brand our businesses our churches our housing our schools and education it all matters but it doesn't matter if we don't do anything started today so i want to say salute to that i see it's getting a little dark over there so we're going to to some- turn
2: this light on i'm gonna turn this light on real quick my bad bro. okay Come go on. ahead
1: go ahead go ahead
2: <clears throat> and I'm, I'm listening to you ask that question i can still hear you
1: so uh, my next question and, and and this could be our final thought and we can you know do a part two man this is something that i uh I definitely want to um, be able to even uh, build on top of this one I think that there's a lot to build on on top of but um, um, that powerpreneur um, I wanted to dive into that um, I, I, I'll just give a little background on the concept and how it impacts me for me when I hear it, I think about the integrity I think about the longevity I think about the um, uh, concepts and ideas of a true entrepreneur, someone that literally battles day in and day out, and those those are the people I'm around every single day. I'm around people that literally are 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 battling entrepreneurship to get to where they want to go. I want to know how that ties in with powerpreneurship and how and how that yes, sir. Yes, sir. manifested for
2: sure for sure.
1: You still hear me, brother? Yep. You still there? Okay, cool. You
2: still there? I um, mean, you, you, you know, I got to check. You know, I got. Oh check. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially so... before
3: you
1: start you thought going in, <laughs> and I know I'm gonna go in.
3: I said, let me check why you going. Make it All
1: right.
2: <laughs> so, so, uh, so, nah, brother. That point, right? So, this idea of powerpreneur, like I said, for me, it came when I was uh, working on my purpose statement a couple years ago, bro. Um, I think a couple of years ago, probably. Yeah, um, I had to understand a couple of different things. I had to say, one, people keep telling me what I'm doing is different, and I was like, all right, you just not doing your market research, because I'm sure <laughs> there's someone else doing what I'm doing. That's really I what know. it is, bro. Market. So many people just don't do research, bro. Yeah. Which is a a whole different conversation, but um, so I'm like, no, nah, I ain't that special. But I was also internalizing white supremacy when I said that, because God did make me beautifully and wonderfully in His image in a way that was unique and like nobody else. So what I'm mm-hmm. doing is not like everybody else, because ain't nobody else like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, so 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 on it was in that spirit, I said, Yo, so what is it that I'm doing? Cause I also didn't appreciate people just saying I was a law school student. Like I was like, law school is the least important thing to me right now. Why do you keep putting that label on me?
1: Mm-hmm. That's really
2: like, that was huge for me, bro. Like people kept saying, Yeah, you in law school, that's dope that you in law school. I'm like, if you knew how where I actually spent my time, like you talking about law school. Do you know about Power Moves Only Incorporated? Do you mm. know about Murdoch LLC? Mm. Do you know about Moments with Murdoch? Mm-hmm. Do you know about my speaking engagements? Mm-hmm. Do you know? like, And so I was like, yo, if I want people to really understand who I am, I gotta be able to explain it. And I was like, when you explain yourself, what's the first thing you say? And man, if the first thing you say is law school, what you expect people to do? So I said, so again, it went back to me really, and that's why that purpose statement was so crucial. Because before I mm-hmm. talked about an accolade, before i talked about an accolade i talked about who anthony murdoch ii was and mm-hmm. more than any position there was purpose right more than any accolade there was action oriented but before there was any success there was being service. there was being service, uh, servant leadership mm-hmm. and be- before there was any place and space in which my name was on a face but it was indianapolis indiana and it was when i was able to reorient how i saw myself i began to ask myself more critically how do you describe it i said how do you describe what you do brother if you took law school and you took the businesses and you took the community you took all that stuff together what would it be you need a word for that and i told you i'm I'm a logical brother so i just started thinking about okay i think it's an entrepreneur right shoot i was on instagram trying to switch that business account bro Uh what 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 piece do i pick am i am i a public speaker and i'm an entrepreneur is it a community organization what is it I was like you know what yeah right right mm-hmm. and I'm like yo they don't have a word for me mm. and so I said I gotta figure out what the word is and so I started thinking I said okay if, how proximal am I to a certain kind of a word and I thought about entrepreneur thought about the fact that that's why I have my own businesses I'm an entrepreneur but then I was like everybody in their mama's an entrepreneur right now because it's sexy True. to be an entrepreneur that's, trendy. And that's a whole different yeah bro and that's a whole different it's like it's trendy you know what? I'm not going to go there because this, this is a different conversation for a different day.
3: But you're right. <laughs> it's, it's, trendy. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, it's trendy to be an entrepreneur right now. So for me, I was like, this idea might be good, but it's not hitting it on the head. And so I started thinking about more than money. I'm interested in power. Because I understand it doesn't matter how rich you are. And again, so one of my favorite rappers is J. Cole. And mm. arguably my favorite song, or definitely top three of the song he had on Born Center called Rich Niggas. Yep. And on Rich Niggas, he talks about this this depth in which is Black folks. We will separate ourselves from each other because of the power of that dollar. Yep. The dollar that doesn't even have a face that looks like us on it. Ain't that profound, brother? Ain't that profound, man? It's,
1: it's crazy, brother. It's crazy. And,
2: and so for me, right, it was about, okay, greater than a dollar, there's something that we all want. And what right. do we want? We want the ability to decide our experience. We are tired That's of it. being. We, we are tired of having Hold someone else tell us, our yes, yes, like we want, the, uh, we want agency. We want the ability to be able to say, I can go out and I can buy that. I can yeah. go out and I can do this. I can go out and I can go there. I can yeah. go out and I can love this person. I can go out and I can eat that. That yes. takes power though. That does. That takes, and so I say, you know what brother? The key to this thing, man, and you're right. Power comes in many different forms. Power mm-hmm. comes in the form of money power comes in the form of sex if we are going to be real power comes mm-hmm. in the form of time power yep. comes in the form of relationships Calvin comes in a number of different forms but i was like yo it's still power and so i was like so you're not in the business of taking enterprises right you're trying to get that power brother mm-hmm. you're trying to get that mm-hmm. pa- and again i also love hip-hop and we ain't talking about hip-hop because again that's a different conversation for a different day but Hip-hop helped me better understand who I was as a black man who needed divided the states of America.
3: Mm-hmm. And if you
2: listen to the people I listen to, they're not talking about money. They're not talking about sex. They're not talking about drugs. They're not talking about women. They're using those things to describe something. And that something, my brother, it is power. 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 And so for me, when it talks about this powerpreneurship piece, and I'm going to tell you the three different elements, and then I'm done. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's how I got to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I really trying to get to, man? Mm-hmm. When people ask me what am I to do, brother, what are you really trying to do? I'm not trying to be a doctor. I'm not trying to be an attorney. I'm not trying to be a business owner. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be a father. I'm not trying to be a husband. I'm not trying to be a black man. I'm not trying to be those things. Like mm-hmm. right? those are things that I am.
1: Yeah. But I don't
2: wake up in the morning and say, that's what I want to be. No. No. Man, I want to be a I want to be a powerpreneur, bro. I want to be someone who's able to strategically leverage the power in their story, even when it gets boring, even when it gets difficult, even when it's down, depressed, even when it looks loony mm. Mm. and can make something out of nothing. Because you want to know why, bro? In the, in the, in, the, in my spirit, I'm a hustler, bro. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm a hustler at the end of the day, man. And I can't deny that, brother.
3: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a hustler, bustler, man, in you know the world. Man, we talk about this all the time. Nipsey, the greatest marathoner of our generation. The greatest, oh, thanks for telling me, brother. Yep. Thanks for telling me, am I still here?
1: We good now. I don't know hey, if got a little reset help, huh?
2: <laughs> hey, man, that's profound how that works. Um, yes, sir.
1: But you're saying Nipsey.
2: But, yeah, Nipsey, the greatest marathon of our generation. I promise I'm bringing it home. The Absolutely. greatest marathoner of our generation right? Talks about the the, the marathon continues, right? The marathon, why'd you talk about it? The marathon must continue. Brother, and I talk about it, one of the first moments with Murdoch was life's a marathon, not a race. You must Mm -hmm. run yours at your own pace so that you can maintain and sustain. Why am I bringing it up? If we can talk about the fact that life is a marathon, we must run a marathon. Mm -hmm. Life is a hustle, brother. Life's a hustle. You hustle in a marathon for 26.2 miles, you hustle and you bustle. Brother, I'm a hustler. And when I realize the fact that I'm a hustler, I might be hustling in law school, right? I might be a hustler in the business space, but I'm a hustler big dog. Yep. And we got people hustling in their own arenas and we're judging people based on where they put they hustle. And nine times out of 10, the only reason people hustle where they are is because they haven't been exposed to where else they can oh, hustle. Man, we understand that one of the keys to economic liberation, one of the keys to financial freedom is diversification of your portfolio, right? I don't put all my stock in one place. I'm gonna put it in Apple, I'm gonna put it in Tesla, I'm gonna put it in Amazon, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. put it in this, I'm gonna put it in that, I'm gonna put it in this black owned business and that black owned business. I'm not just gonna do stocks, I'm gonna do mutual funds, I'm not just gonna do mutual, I'm gonna do all kinds of different things, I must diversify. And it's when you get exposed to different places and spaces to put, Your hustle made the impact you can make become greater. I'm bringing it home now. So when we talk about powerpreneurship, because I'm a hustler and Mm -hmm. I'm hustling for that power, bro, because I understand the power, the role that power has played in our plight as black folks in these divided states of America. That's why I want power. But when we do that, when we practice powerpreneurship, when we're strategically leveraging the power in our steward, there's three things you need, brother. It's three things Mm -hmm. you need. Audience, if there's nothing else to take away, take with these three things right here. Powerpreneurship is three things. One. It is time management. Mm -hmm. It is time management. You gotta be able to manage your time. One of the greatest lessons I ever learned, my brother, was that one, I I want time to stop. I want y'all to stop paying attention. I want y'all to play Anthony Murdoch the second. That's one thing I learned. But Mm -hmm. but I learned that because it was tied to the fact that I must stop scheduling. I must stop prioritizing according to my schedule. I must schedule according to my 40s. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Before I set my agenda for the week. I must know what's most important. And then according to what's most important, I schedule according to that. We wonder why we're not hitting our goals when we look back at our lives and it's because you spent more time, just like that budget we talked about earlier. You spend more time, you spend more energy on things that are not correlated to your goals Mm -hmm. than what are. And you wonder why those goals ain't growing like your struggles are. It's because Mm -hmm. you're actually seeding your time into your struggle Mm -hmm. more than you want to your success, Black Mm -hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. So so that's the first thing. Time management is crucial. Second thing, peer mentorship. You talked about Joshua Posey, a mentor to the both of us. He's a mm-hmm. mentor to me as well. He is someone I consider my peer mentor. We live in a world, Tupac talked about it. Between the ages of 18 and 35, black men are the most dangerous. Why? Because mm-hmm. we have been through hell to get to 18. We ain't supposed to yeah. make it past that age, Doc. And yeah. you hit 35, you start having a different concept on money on time on life and on family so this this space and place between 18 and 35 that Mm -hmm. hunger that grind that drive is unprecedented no i mean you got to understand something brother if 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 the most neglected the least respected and the most um and the the if the most disrespected the most neglected and the least protected person in the world is a black woman that means the most dangerous person in the world has got to be the black man Yes, because we are tasked with protecting that thing that is least appreciated. You Appreciate see where I'm coming from right there? Absolutely, so look, absolutely. So between 18 and 35 is the problem of our life, mm-hmm. 18 and 35, man, brother, brother, brother. During them years, you need people in your life who are also in that place in space, who are constantly letting you know, you know what? There's a goal, mm. there's a grind, mm. there is something we are looking to accomplish, and too often, brother, we force ourselves to look to people who are 10, 15, 30, 50 years older than us for the knowledge we need when there are so many learning experiences that are proximal to our experience Yes, my brother, yes, my brother, I'm in classes every night, Monday through Friday, learning from old white men who don't know what the heck it means to be a black man in the divided states of america and i might be okay. able to tell you the different federal rules of civil procedure and the different restatements of contracts but what i learned on this call from listening to you is going to help me make it from day to day today, to day point yep. blank period so time yep. management peer mentorship here's the last piece i mentioned earlier and i'm done brother i'm done mm-hmm. affirmation mm-hmm. affirmation you are beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of something so much greater than each one of us the greatest one of the greatest things my mama ever did was Mm -hmm. she said the same thing to me before i went to school and she reminded me who i am and whose i am every single day that's invaluable bro Mm -hmm. that's she was giving me affirmations before it was sexy to meditate and do affirmations in the morning Mm because right now it's it's cool to meditate brother it's cool to have affirmations just when you When you a black man, you tweet, I do affirmations and I do yoga and meditate. Brother, you got sisters dropping in your DM left and right. Yep. Left and right. Because it's cool to do that. It's cool to do that. And what I'm telling you right now, my brother, something my mama taught me was before it was cool and sexy to affirm yourself. She was affirming me. Mm -hmm. And man, that's the last piece of powerpreneurship. You cannot strategically leverage the power in something that you yourself don't see the value in. And when you affirm yourself, when you affirm yourself black man when you affirm yourself you are consciously in contradiction to the system that's trying to put its knee on your neck because you are saying my life matters in a world that says that it does not so when you talk about powerpreneurship i'm in the business of becoming the greatest powerpreneur the city's ever seen lies on three principles brother time management time management peer mentorship peer mentorship an affirmation my brother affirmation mm-hmm. that's all
1: I got man. man that's all I got bro respect respect man that was that was heavy dog that was heavy i'm not going to lie bro i was once again taking mental notes man and one thing too i got a lot of things out of what you said but i want to go back to something you said and hit on and highlight hustle hustle and hustle the the biggest thing that the biggest thing that, that i was able to get out of that, and then i'm going to hit on the, the last part too is Hustle within your discipline. Know everything that you're in. So, for example, I'll tell you this, man. I'm in architecture, urban planning. So I start expanding my brain. Why I don't know about development. Why I don't know about this. Why I don't know about that. Why I don't know about engineering. Why I don't know about surveying. I can know about all of it because this is my this is this is my life's purpose as far as a designer. This is what I'm able to give to the world so if I'm able to I think we lost did I lose you
0: hey family real quick here is one of those moments where we miss some audio and visuals so we're going to jump ahead to where the audio and visuals pick right back up
1: okay okay Um, you were talking
2: about architecture I heard you talking about it you're an architecture you're trying to learn about development
1: so, so what I was getting at is being a hustler within my, within my discipline. Cause like, for example, it's easy me, it's easy for me to go and learn about a pencil sharpening business, right? I can I could right now as, as a develop, as an architecture, uh, as a place in that practice architecture, plan, go learn about a uh, sharpening of uh, the pencil sharpening business and, and how to sell the greatest pencils and, and paper as well. But that would be a far left stretch from what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, doc. Yeah, doc.
3: It would yeah,
1: be a, doc. I mean, I would have to really retrain my brain, get get yeah, get doc. into that world. Yeah,
3: doc. yeah doc. But
1: instead, what I do is I hustle within my field. So currently, now yeah, I'm working at an architecture firm. Then in the morning, right before I go to the even go to my workout, literally me and my business partner, we're literally strategizing on, on different concepts. You know, expanding our mind, expanding our, our learning process and understanding, okay, what can we learn? What can we know more about? And that's what it's about, hustling within your field, hustling within where you're at. And bro, that is dynamic. That is dynamic. Yeah, you're a lawyer. Yeah, you're practicing law. Yeah, you're studying for law. But also on the legal side, I mean, on the on the business side, you're literally applying everything that you're learning as far as your legal to your business. So literally, nice. you're going to be the best efficient business owner and business owner ever because you know the laws. if you understand how to you you know how to get around shit you're just gonna be transparent you do do (laughs) you're right my brother you are right (laughs) you just do you just do because they do first of all they created it so obviously they know how to get around it and that's dynamic that's dynamic Man, man my brother keep doing what you're doing man keep your foot on the pedal keep your foot on the gas don't let up man if you do i'm gonna give you a call I'm like brother, get your foot back on the gas bro Bro, because I love what you're doing, man. you literally you spark the fire in me I I, I just I mean here's the thing man I have a natural fire and never burns out, but when I run across brothers like you and sisters that are doing amazing things, brother that fire just gets bigger and it lets me know that we're on the right track, you know what I'm saying. Just like I said, the uh, kind of giving me give me one second.
0: Hey, family. Real quick, here is one of those moments where we miss some audio and visuals. So we're going to jump ahead to where the audio and visuals pick right back up.
1: Had some difficulties. I think something was interfering either with the pods or with um, with uh, the audio. Not sure what it was, but uh, when I was headed with and this was my final thought. It's the last thing you said, man, I think that was uh, affirmation. Um, <clears throat> and affirmation being, that, that was the last one, right?
0: That that last thing yes, you sir. said. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But affirmation and uh, manifestation,
1: I think that that go hand in hand. Um, and and, and we, we need to practice that more often. Like you say, it is trendy, but I don't think we really understand the power behind manifestation, affirmation. The things that we want to do, the things that we want in life, I, those, those are things that I'm taking away again. How to put how to put those in the universe and tell them this is what we want, this is what I want to do. Every day I look in the mirror, bro. Every, I, every day I have a conversation with myself. I look in my mirror, I have a conversation with myself. I tell myself these are the things that I want, these are the things I do, and then I write them down on my mirror, right there, so it slaps you right in my face every single day and asks me, hey, are you gonna get are you gonna get to it today, buddy, or are uh, you gonna, you gonna take an off day? <laughs> Are you gonna get to it today? What you gonna do? Let us know. Let us know. But guess what? Tomorrow we'll be here. The next day we'll be here waiting for you. And so literally, affirmation manifestation, very, very powerful. I definitely, definitely think that you know what I'm saying. Those are the ways that I think that uh we're gonna be successful. But I love the powerpreneurship. I think you should be uh you should like trademark that as some man. You gotta get that.
2: we working on it, bro. We working on it, bro. Yes,
1: sir. You gotta get that going, man. That that's huge. I want to hear more about that. Hopefully there's a book about it in the future or something like
2: that. (laughs) But we work family. I'm telling you, bro, we working on it, bro.
1: Yes, sir. We working on it, bro. Well, with that being said, man, tell the people where they can find you, man, as we end this wonderful conversation, man, where can they find you? Where can they tap in if they need to do some consultation with you or business or just need some inspiration? Where can they find you, brother?
2: for sure murdochllc.org you will find our business instagram you will find our business email you will see the youtube you will see the GoFundMe, fund me raising five thousand dollars for black owned businesses here in indianapolis we got a major announcement coming out in the next week and a half with a couple of different organizations in the city again murdochllc.org you'll find all of our business information you can even book a coaching. you can do all of that on the website you want to know me personally. A Murdoch underscore II on Instagram and on Twitter. Again, A Murdoch underscore II on Instagram and Twitter. It will also still lead you right back to Murdoch LLC.org. So thank y'all so much. I appreciate you, black man. More than you know, bro. I appreciate you, bro.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure, man. Look forward to working with you in the future, man. Stay up.